This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Got another special guest with me today, actor Eric Lopez. Eric, how's it going? So, can you give us a brief summary about yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. I, uh, I'm in Los Angeles, California right now, and I'm on a TV show on CW called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I play Hector. And yeah, just pretty much uh, doing the acting and filmmaking thing out here in Los Angeles. Gotcha. So, you grew up in uh, Dallas, Texas, right? Right, right. Yeah, I grew up in Dallas. Um, I think it was, kind of say, since uh, kindergarten and forward. Oh, you moved, you moved to Dallas and... In, when you were at kindergarten? Uh, yeah, it was like right before. I, I was actually living in, uh, I guess, like uh, Ontario, California. And then after like the Northridge earthquake and stuff, my parents were like, we got to get out of here. Oh, okay. So we made up to Texas. Gotcha, gotcha. So how did you uh, break into the acting industry? Uh, I was actually playing basketball on my high school team. And I uh, tore a ligament coming down from a rebound on my ankle. Um, and then, yeah, it was... It was not pretty. Uh, I couldn't do anything. I was kind of bummed. And during that time, I was also taking a drama class. And, uh, you know, I had to kind of put my energy somewhere because I, yeah. I couldn't, you know, run around or anything. Yeah, this, this is this is ironically funny. Like, I just interviewed uh, Carl McDowell from Ballers, and he pretty much had almost the same story. He was like, I got injured in football, and then I picked up acting because yeah. I was in an acting class. <laughs> yeah, there's quite, a, there's quite a bit. I, I yeah. started talking to other people, and then... Once, like other actors do, uh, I guess for athletes, they, they kind of make the same jump. I guess it was all kind of meant to be in a in a weird way. Yeah, 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 for sure. How about this one? Could you could you break it down to us what an audition is like? Oh man, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it depends. You know, if you don't have uh, if you don't have an agent or manager, you kind of have to go hunting for an audition, and you go to different websites and mm-hmm. yourself. And you kind of paint yourself like, hey, I'm this for this part or whatever. Uh, and you go in and uh, you, you you know do the sign-in process and everything and, and then they they see you you, you run the lines with the, the reader uh, you're, you, there's usually like a camera there and everything yeah. and then afterwards uh, you go home but uh, with an agent and a manager they, they send you everything uh, like hey you have an audition tomorrow and yeah. uh, you know it, or two days ahead or something depending on what the project is and then yeah, you go in there and same thing. You, you kind of uh, you you perform in front of a camera, like a little <laughs> like small room and a small little camera, and you have a reader reading off to you. And yeah, pretty much it. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, how'd you get the how'd you get the part as Hector on Crazy Ex Girlfriend? Uh, that was kind of an interesting thing. It wasn't a normal audition. Typically, they send you like a script. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call them dive because they're like a small piece of the script. They don't sometimes they don't send you the whole script. So. Typically, that's what you get. You can memorize it. You can show up prepared. But for Crazy X, they they didn't send any scripts. They just said, "Hey, just come prepared to like, you know, do whatever." Yeah. So I was kind of thrown off. I was like, "Oh man, what is this going to be about?" <laughs> yeah, I, I went in there. All I had to go off of was that I was uh, the character uh, was a donor, and yeah. I was like, "Okay, so." A donor would probably dress like, well, like a hoodie or something. But then I started thinking, I'm like, man, everyone's gonna dress like that. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what, what about this character? Like, what are his dreams? Like, you know, what are like, it, it, like I started thinking about friends of mine. And I'm like, you know what? Some of them are like skateboarders, and some of them are like surfers. Yeah. And I happen to have a Hawaiian shirt, so I put on a Hawaiian.
Hawaiian shirt and I put on a little bandana and I went in there as the stoner surfer dude instead of just the stoner guy. <laughs> gotcha. So how long did it take for you to know that you got the part from there? It ranges. Typically yeah. you, you'll do an audition and then if they like you, then they'll bring you back again in front of like the producers or director and that's called a callback. Yeah. And then after that, uh, then you'll usually find out. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a bigger part, like if you're like the lead of the show, then they're going to probably put you in front of more people. But usually just like a week or so, you'll find out. For some, for some project, honestly, you'll know like a month later. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. And uh, is it like, do they do they email you or your, tell your agent, like regardless, uh, regardless if you get it or not? Or do they just like leave it open-ended? No, man. They, they, yeah, they leave it open-ended if you don't get it. And it, and yeah. it kills you because, yeah. because it's such a crazy timeline. Like sometimes... They let you know the next day. Sometimes they let you know in a week. Sometimes they let you know in like a month. Yeah. Um, you never know. So you're so for me, I always do a rule. It's like if I don't hear back by the end of the week, uh, or first thing the following week, if I do it at the end of the week, then uh, then I just put it out. You know, I'm just like okay, I didn't get it. You know, put it yeah. out of my head. Yeah, and then like if it comes around and they say you got it, then you're like you're just pumped. You're like, all right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm back in. I'm, I'm locked in again. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, because then it becomes a surprise instead of like you just agonizing over it. Uh, especially, especially if you spend so much time with yeah. the project. Like if, if you get a script and then you're like, okay, I have to memorize these lines. I have two days to memorize. Yeah. So you spend two days just like nonstop doing those lines. Then you'll do the audition, and then they're like, hey, they want to see you again. You start getting more excited, and like you go another couple of days memorizing the lines because you want to get it right for the callback. And then after that, you have a couple more days to wait before they make a decision. So by that time, you fully been invested into this one character and you're like, I kind of want this thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you have to be okay with rolling with the punches, rolling with the nose. Yeah, for sure. What would you say are some similar indifferences about Hector and Eric? You know, that's, that's funny because whenever they originally wrote the character of Hector, he was very kind of goofy and like, you know, fun-loving and, you know, just kind of this kind of goofier character. I, I feel like I have that side of me, you know, deep down inside, it comes out every once in a while because I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> every once in a while, but the extrovert will come out. But um, but then they started writing him as more of like this, you know, voice of wisdom later on. Uh, and, you know, it, it's kind of interesting because it became such a growth for the character, but it also became closer to what I am. I even asked Rachel and, and the other writers and I was like, hey, I noticed that this character went a completely different way. They're like, yeah, we decided to kind of like give him more growth and also too, like it's it very much closer to you too. So I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like that happens kind of like a lot with, uh, I feel like I hear stories about just like characters becoming, like they change it up all the time. Oh, yeah. And it becomes, you know, it, it's really cool actually because then the works feel like the writers are so good. They just, yeah. predict kind of like what you would probably say in the scenario in the scenario even like heightened scenarios and stuff. so it just all feels supernatural the more time it goes by for sure for sure do uh do fans ever run up to you and say like hey what's up Hector instead of like what's up Eric <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah we'll get that uh the more common thing is where do I know you from or yeah, like yeah, hey yeah. did we go to school together or did you <laughs> work at this place uh and I always just kind of talk about did you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and I used to not. I used to be like, oh, they probably don't know me from the show. But then, you know, my friends would be like, dude, like, that probably would have made their day if, if you had told them that you were from that show. Yeah. So I started doing that and then turned up, like, yeah, pretty much everyone that does that knows me from the show. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, I saw you were on a couple of Shameless episodes. So what, what was that like? Oh, that was dope. Yeah, that was um, super fast-paced. They don't mess around out there, man. They, they, they get stuff done. Um, but the cat couldn't have been like nicer. You know, uh, meeting William H. Pace, who was probably the very, very few times that I kind of like mentally had to be like, all right, don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but every, every, everyone on the cat Gotcha. And would you say like uh, getting the role as Hector was like a breakthrough for you and like put you into a different like scale and now people like n- know you more? Yeah, you know, originally I was on an MTV show that uh, helped me out a lot. And, um, you know, just to show you how small this world is, mm-hmm. the entertainment world, the uh, the creator of that show, you know, he actually was friends with one of the producers on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So then whenever I had my audition go in, the uh, producer asked, hey, I, I noticed that he was on this MTV show with you. What do you like to work with? Yeah. And he put in a good word and everything. And um, yeah, it's like, it, it, it always goes like full circle. Like, you think that one thing helped you make it, but in reality, it was something that you did in the past that helped you get that thing, you know? And then maybe that thing helped you get another thing that will break value further. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's all about networking nowadays, especially. So, what other shows or movies do you have coming up? Uh, yeah, so we're finishing up season four of Crazy X. Uh, mm-hmm. We're almost done with that, uh, probably around March. And um, then it'll be on Netflix and everything. And then, um, yeah, and I just, you know, we had a feature film that I was the lead in, uh, the first film that I was the lead in. Uh, and it just came out on Amazon Video. So it's pretty exciting uh, hearing the feedback and everyone being like, whoa, dude, you're, this is like a drama. I'm used to you doing like comedy. It's crazy. Gotcha. What's that called? Uh, it's called Flavor of Life. Flavor of Life. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good family drama. Um, yeah, it's for some. And uh, what about what's your dream role? Uh, dream role, man. Um, I would say Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond. If they ever did a Batman Beyond film, I'd be really down to do a Terry. Just be Terry McGinnis. Okay. What about would you would you be uh, willing to just be like in is that one of your goals to be in like any kind of superhero movie? Yeah, and you know it used to not be, but then I started noticing like um, the the reach that you can have on on as far as like people like you know making their day and you know visiting kids and stuff like that, and then being you at that superhero like yeah. that's a really cool effect that you can have, and uh, seeing a lot of the Marvel films like. You know, if any one of those dudes went to a school, you know, uh, it would just completely, like, make kids go nuts. They'll probably remember that for the rest of their lives, you know. So it's a really cool way to, you know, you can, you can give back, but, like, you can have a bigger outreach whenever you're doing a super good film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah. what, what advice would you give to up-and-coming actors or actresses? Um, you know, I, I recently went to, I went back to Texas to do a couple workshops to kind of uh, help people navigate, help students navigate, like high school students, um, you know, the, the acting and filmmaking world, because I wish that I would have known that in high school. I, yeah. In high school, I knew that I wanted to do this for a living. So um, one of the things that, you know, one of the big questions that would always come up, but how do I talk to my parents about this? And like finances, they're just like, man, like, you know, how can I afford to be an actor, you know? So uh, I I usually tell them like with the parents like you just have to understand that you know they they love you they care for you and they, they want you they don't want to see you uh, get rejected and they know that there's a lot of rejection involved 
Mm-hmm. So whenever they they challenge you and say, "I don't think this is wise," whatnot, just, just look at it them, look at it as their way of caring, and then also understand from where they're coming from and help help them understand that you know the risk and you're working to mitigate the risk. So like you can um, instead of like going to if your parents are hardcore about like you cannot study theater. You can always study like business or like marketing or communication in college and still be a part of the theater program, still be a part of the film program on the side when you're in college. And then that way, marketing and business is still all part of the, the world. You still have to yeah. know that kind of stuff, you know, anyway. Yeah, for sure. How about, do you think you have to like go to school, like college for acting or you think you could... Like, what do you think the easier route is? Like, going to college and for acting, or like just going straight to like LA, like out of high school? Uh, I think it, it depends on where where they are currently. Like, if, yeah. if a student is in Los Angeles, then I I don't see any reason why they would need to. You know, they can go either either way. If you yeah. go to UCLA or if they go to USC, like those are great professors, and you can get a great you know uh, network connection. Mm-hmm. Your degree's not going to do anything, but it's yeah. all about that are working there, the other actors you meet, the filmmakers you meet. And then at the same time, like, if you're off, that's something like I, you know, at, at uh, 18, 19, I was already hustling, trying to get, like, auditions out in the real world. And mostly because I couldn't afford to really do acting school properly through, like, college and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, and it still, it still worked out. You still get the same kind of experience by, by being on set and being around other people that are really doing this, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Back to what we were just saying before, it's just all about the networking. Yeah, for sure, putting yourself out there. Yeah, and uh, you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so, what do, you, what do you like to do in your uh, free time? Oh man, free time! Uh, <laughs> like fun, fun stuff. I'll I'll go play basketball and stuff with friends. Yeah. Um, but like hobby stuff, uh, I, I actually just started a, a tech startup with uh, a, a buddy of mine, and uh, you know we're we're working on that and. It's all about like community. It's like a, it's like a tech app. It's called Dizzy, B I Z Z Y, and yeah, it's an iOS app store, and like it's just a way to help people kind of put all their plans in one place. I feel like you know, no one wants to use Facebook events anymore. Text messaging can get like overwhelming. Like you know, we wanted to make it easier to just make plans and schedule time with friends. You know, so it's like a like a calendar slash planner type thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because it's like a social network, like calendar, and it's all in a really fun packaged way okay. uh, it's not like you know not, it doesn't feel formal because I feel like calendar might be so like formal like be here at this time you know yada yada yeah. so we wanted to make it a fun kind of way to, to schedule things yeah it's cool I'll have to check that check that out too what about sure. what about this one you can, you can answer this one or not have you ever had a crazy ex I have <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to ask you um, yeah you know it was uh, it was it's funny because it was back in high school. Um, I, you know, I think at that point you're still trying to figure out like your emotions and you're trying to figure out like, yeah. you know, you just, you have so much to love. You have so much to give. And, you know, at the end of the day, if I would have loved her on the same level <laughs> as she loved me, then <laughs> she wouldn't have been crazy. We probably would have been married right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, crazy is all, you know, uh, perspective wise, I guess. So maybe she wasn't that crazy. She was just like hardcore in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And what what about, what are, what are people, what's like one thing that people don't know about you? I'm trying to think. I mean, I, 
man, I'm, I try to be pretty open. Uh, I yeah. I got a loaf recently. Okay. <laughs> I just, like, so you got married. That, like I put it on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, to, congrats. Uh, oh yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, it's uh, it's wow. It's something that we just decided to to do get away from the whole. You know, our, our parents and family still wanted to do a ceremony, a proper ceremony. Yeah. Um, uh, we figured like weddings are so much about other people that we just wanted to do something first out first before we dove into that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I know, like the wedding thing is yeah. crazy to me. Yeah. It's just like. Like, yeah, like, actually, one of, a couple of my friends are like, yeah, we're not going to have a wedding. We're just going to have, like, a huge party instead. I'm like, yeah, that's even, be- that's even better. Yeah, there you go. And uh, could you give me your top three favorite movies of all time? Oh, man. See, <laughs> uh, I'm different. Like, I know most people will be like, you know, Godfather and all that stuff. <laughs> but I go off of, you know, growing up and, and watching films and feeling a certain way about them. So uh, I'd say number one would be Remember the Titans, for sure. I, just, I think it's an overall just, like, really cool film no. um uh, I, and then the rest in no particular order uh i would say uh, uh pulp fiction and uh clockwork orange okay um man those are so trippy uh yeah yeah, yeah. i like that i like that as an actor do you watch movies and tv shows like differently like does it you because you know more yeah and you know there's there's a couple different you you either watch it religiously and you're like up to date with everything Mm-hmm. Or you completely, like, there's people that just, like, tune out and they just, you know, they have their shows they go to. And I used to watch everything, like, very religiously. And then, you, you know, the influx of all these new TV shows and films, there's always things to watch. I actually I actually started going more towards watching uh, documentaries and watching, yeah. uh, um, I guess, the animation stuff. You know, like, I'll watch my Rick and Morty and yeah. South Park and then flip over and watch some like documentary about like some real stuff you know gotcha. um, yeah just because it's a nice change of pace because you, as an actor you do see like TV shows and you're like yeah you see it differently I don't know I don't know how to explain it but you definitely yeah. see it differently are you ever just like watching like TV or flicking through the channels and you're just like oh I know that person like you because just because yeah, you've been around yeah for right? sure <laughs> that happens even more which is so bad because then you feel bad for not watching whenever you see them in person you're like oh my gosh I haven't seen your, your TV show yet yeah. so, so uh, but it, it, it's really cool it's really cool and you you know uh, you try to make an, an effort to eventually get around to it but yeah, man, there's so much TV and film out there right now yeah, yeah for sure I know you're you're Dallas Cowboys and Dallas Mavericks fan right yeah, for sure. So, so what do you think the Cowboys are gonna do? Man, see, I'm in I'm in Los Angeles, and, and uh, as soon as they as soon as uh, the Eagles won, I immediately went on uh, Ticketmaster and I got me some tickets for uh, the LA game. So, nice. uh, yeah, my birthday's coming up on the 15th, so I'm like, this is my birthday present. This is my early hey. birthday present. Go to this game. So, yeah, definitely hoping they win. Definitely hoping they come out with a W. Like, man, it'll be so big uh, to get past this divisional round. Yeah, for sure. I think I think it's gonna be a tough game, but I think they got a shot because they're they've been playing really good. Yeah, their defense has actually stepped up, so that's that's the thing. I'm like, if our defense plays well, then we can go toe to toe with anybody. Definitely. Have you been to uh, any Mavericks games recently? No, I want to see our, I want to see Luca, man. That guy. Yeah. Is killing yeah. I want to. Yeah, I want to watch him. Hopefully, I'm fingers crossed. Hopefully, they make the playoffs. I'll be back in Dallas around that time. And I'll definitely be going with it. Okay. Yeah, that guy became overnight sensation. He's been on Twitter like every day for the past like I don't know week. Yeah, it's he's yeah, like up. he's he's literally like uh, I think he's leading the All Star ballot. Isn't he like for votes? Yeah, yeah, he might be. 
I'm just, There's something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, it's not even one of the top people, so it's, it's wild, man. I'm really excited. I hope he stays in Dallas. Yeah, definitely. Are you are you a fan of Mark Cuban? Yeah, Mark Cuban, you know, uh, the thing that got me about him, he was very, uh, as soon as he came in, he was very detail-oriented, and he cared about the players. He cared about, you know, their health. He makes sure that, you know, they have top doctors. He makes mm-hmm. sure that, you know, um, everyone's good. And, you know, Dirk's a, a prime example of that. Like, this guy is playing... Um, like he's still around. The fact that he's still around is like amazing, you know. And yeah. that goes to that goes to how well the doctors are doing in Dallas. So any anyone that takes care of their players, I, I respect. Yeah, I even saw. I think it was like the anniversary of him owning the team a couple days ago, and he uh, he put out like the video, and the video clip was of Vince Carter and Dirk Nowinski, and I'm like, this is crazy because it was like 20 years ago or something like that, and both of them are still active right now. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> It doesn't even make sense. That's why I was like, holy, it's like, it's crazy that Vince Carter is still playing, to be honest. But, uh, and, and, well, he, I saw, I think I saw a clip of him earlier this year dunking, and I was all like, how are you doing this, dude? Like, yeah, he's still doing these crazy dunks. I saw, yeah, I think he still did, like, I think he did a 360 dunk in the game, like, recently, <laughs> like this year. Man, yeah. yeah, he's crazy. Good luck to your Cowboys, and I appreciate you coming on the show, and best of luck with all your acting and everything. I oh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, go Cowboys. Yeah, where could uh, people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at, uh, on Instagram at Mr. Lopez. and then um, for Twitter, it's Eric, E-R-I-C-K-B, uh, Victor, and then Lopez, Eric B. Lopez. All right, awesome.